Hello and welcome everybody to another report for Thursday, December 17th. That's when it's recorded. It'll probably be put out on the 18th. But it's for Southern California. We're looking at Casitas and Castaic. Not a whole lot from Castaic because the weather's been been bad. But we have Fred Clinshaw on board. Salt of the Earth guy. And happens to be affiliated with the Salty Crew. So we're going to be talking about, like I said, SoCal fishing. Uh, the guy's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, yeah, we're going to get the report on on Casitas especially, but he's also got some really good information for people all throughout California. So please, if you haven't, follow us on Instagram at thebass.report. And uh, if you find time, it's it really helps out if you look us up on iTunes and subscribe, rate, and comment if possible um it looks to me from the analytics and everything a lot of people are listening from instagram and facebook and things like that which is awesome uh from the website no problem with that but if you do have the time it helps out a lot so without further waiting i'm not going to say adieu everyone says without further ado so without further delay let's get into it with fred clincher Right, all the way from way down south, Fred Clinshaw. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Joel. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, my name is Fred Clinshaw. I own a company called Fred Clinshaw Fishing. You know, we guide down here in Southern California and Ventura County, L.A. County. But before we get too far, I just want to thank you, Joel. This is, um, this is great. Anytime we can get the West Coast fisheries together and, uh, you know, network, talk via you know, these platforms, uh, uh, you know, uh, anytime a chat room or, uh, or a podcast, anything, you know, it promotes all the tackle shops, the guides, the lakes and network everybody. And we get together and, and, and as we know in Southern California and probably in Northern California too, there's so much regulations and so many people trying to keep us, you know, from doing what we love. It's better if we just stand strong and we get together like this. And I just want to thank you for having me on today, man. Dude, I really appreciate yeah. that. And I really appreciate yeah. you saying that. It's not something that I've talked a lot about. I'm sure that I, that I will, but um, a lot of the reason I started this is because I just don't see a whole lot of that. And as, as bass fishermen, we've seen over the last year, it really is important yeah. uh, to stick together and, and to try to keep this thing, this whole thing going. Um, so I really appreciate 100%. that. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. You bet, John. I, I appreciate you doing this with me. Um, to, to give you a background, I'm, once again, my name is Fred Quinshaw. You can uh, check me out, www.fredquinshawfishing or hashtag Fred Quinshaw Fishing. Uh, pretty easy to find. Um, I encompass uh, three lakes uh, down here. Lake Casitas is my main lake that I do. I grew up on that lake. Um, lake Castaic as well. It's another local lake. Uh, uh, there, we have Lake Piru in the area that I'm very, very comfortable with. It's heavily infested with the quagga mussel, so it's kind of tricky getting into that lake these days. And then, of course, we do Lake Kachuma as well, and I have a guide that helps me out there. It's uh, quite a ways away from me, but um, it's, it's one of Southern California's hot lakes as well. And, um, yeah, those are, those are the lakes we do. I grew up... Uh, Honestly, I caught my first fish in Lake Casitas when I was very young, long time ago. Um, 
And um, I grew up on the beach surfing and I uh, saltwater fished mainly through my younger years with coming back to the lake here and there, but um, a lot of saltwater bass fishing, calico bass and sand bass and spotted bay bass and whatnot. And I, I think I really cut my teeth with bass fishing way back in saltwater, fishing them like we do in freshwater, if that makes any sense at all. And then uh, in the 90s, um, the swim bait stuff started really taking off at Casitas. And uh, since then, I've just been hooked on freshwater fishing. I still fish saltwater, but um, that's what I do. I'm a, and then uh, I've been a guide at, uh, I started guiding at Casitas uh, about seven years ago. And um, since then, I've, you know, encompassed the other lakes as well. That's, that's cool. Kind of a, a backstory for me. Yeah, thank you. No, it's mm-hmm. it's it's funny though that you mentioned the the spotted bay bass. My brother-in-law is actually my my fishing partner uh for the most part. Um lived down there for a while with my with my sister and that was his thing, you know, out spotted bay bass and he yeah. he tells everybody about it when we even we're at, you know, bass tournaments or whatever, he'll be like still doesn't beat the fight of a spotted bay bass. He, I mean, he just he loved it. That was <laughs> his thing, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, pound for pound and and you know down here in the southern Southern California, um, saltwater bass fishing is just like freshwater bass fishing. They have the, there's tournament cycles, you know, the saltwater bass association and whatnot. I fish all the, the ABA down here, the South and the Western outdoor news tournaments and all the derbies and pickle jars, everything I could get my fingers into. But, um, I gotta, I gotta be honest. The last couple of years, my first love has really become guiding. I just absolutely love guiding. It's, it's, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was tournament, 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 and then it became tournament guiding, tournament guiding, and now it's guiding, 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 tournament, guiding, guiding, tournament. So, I'm on the water uh, a lot of days in the year, and I would say most of them are guiding. Well, there's worse things that you could be doing for a living. That's for sure, right? I've done them, man. Absolutely. You know, just go out and do what you love, you know, and then what they say, you you do what you love and you never work a day in your life. Absolutely. uh, I absolutely love taking people fishing. It's probably my favorite thing, you know, and then, uh, and one other, one other side note too, other than when fishing is I'm just a avid hunter as well. That's, that's my deer hunting and bird hunting, but, um, you know, so just a sportsman. I love I love the whole outdoors, fishing, hunting, and I surf as well. So it's kind of I'm very fortunate in my life. You're a rad dude, Fred. You're a rad dude. Thanks. I'm glad Thank to have you, you on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank um, you, Craig. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so I know we talked a little bit before this. I know Castaic's been the the weather's been pretty bad out there, so we don't have a lot there. But yeah. um, let's focus yeah. on let's focus on Casitas because, like you said, Christian. I think I think we're going to go ahead and have him on to talk about Kachuma. So give us a great little... guy. Yeah. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. He owns, he owns a company called Chuma guide service and Chuma guide services is, is, is his, but when I have jobs that I can't do. And so basically you can call me for Casitas, Castaic or Kachuma, or you can call him for Kachuma or Casitas. And, and, you know, we just, we just, uh, we work together. We're, we're close friends and we, we've, uh, avid bass fishermen compete against each other in tournaments, you know, the whole thing, but, um, a lot of respect for that guy. And that's going to be a great podcast for you. Awesome. Yeah, I know. And and just talking to you and some other, the, the Southern California guys, you guys, you fish in places that are really close, but with the, Mm -hmm. and from what I've heard, um, and I deal with it a little bit here in the Bay area, they're pretty strict about it, but the, the quagga muscle and the inspections makes it hard for 
someone to go off water in one place and then go the next day to the other place. Um, so I understand that. Um, it's something I just can't yeah. understand today and, and just from my history here, but, um, so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely do that with Christian, but, uh, line us out here for Casitas and what's going on. So, uh, going back to that Quagamusa really quick, what I, what I have two uh, fully outfitted, um, champion bass boats, a 196 and a 198. And one of them is 100% strictly for Casitas. And, and, you know, uh, with the quagga muscle, if you want to go into that or not, you have to tag your boat for that lake. So that thing is 100% full-time Lake Casitas. And then my other boat is tagged 100% Castaic. And uh, they're virtually the same boat except for color. And um, so, you know, my, my business is 100% all-inclusive. You just come on, you show up with your, your fishing license, and I take care of you from there. You might want to bring a little Subway sandwich if it's an all-day trip. But other than that, I got all water, surface sunscreen you can handle, and an awesome day of fishing, half day or full day. And Casitas basically is it's, – it's a jewel. It's a beautiful, beautiful lake. It's in, it, it's, it's, in, it's in the mountains. It's really close to the ocean so the weather is fair it's um you know it's very temperate climate uh but it does it it gets hot in the summer and it gets cold in the winter but for the most part you can expect you know anywhere from a 65 to 75 degree day during during the day on average and there's fishing year round and uh, we're still catching bass right now in, in the winter time we've had some weather recently we've had uh 32 degree uh, days this week in the morning. And uh, by the time we're done dropping off at the dock, shaking hands in the afternoon, it's, uh, it's, you know, 68, 72 degrees. And uh, the fishing has um, been a little tough. Honestly, this week we had, we had a spot of really good fishing last week, but this week's been a little bit tougher. Um, We're catching them anywhere from 30 to 50 feet. And, um, which I'm okay with. I, I, I really love that deep water bass fishing. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of jig fishing and small swim bait stuff. That's what we've been doing recently. And uh, if, if they don't cooperate, well, Casitas has got some giant crappie. I mean, you know, we're catching two, two and a half pound crappie, which uh, satisfies the itch with a lot of the bass fishermen because they, you know, a crappie that size doesn't pull like a hand sized crappie you know you can catch them catch them on understands the um you know the whole gamut of small reaction style baits and uh, that's kind of what we've been doing this week yeah we were we were talking a little bit about that i've talked to a couple guys about uh the crappie the crappie bites like you know how how do i do that correctly because i'm not i'm (laughs) by no means a good crappie fisherman so um, it's they're, like, they're yeah, tough. I talked to all of it's tough, yeah. right? So, and you guys are catching, yeah, them, yeah. you're catching them there on underspins yeah, and swim baits. Yeah. 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 Cool baits, underspins, you know, small swim baits of any, you know, just, just your, your standard small swim bait up, you know, they'll, they'll eat a, they'll eat a Kitek three inch Kitek. You know, it's, it, it like I said, it, it, it's a savior for a lot of the, the guides to, you know, when you're not getting bit on the bass, there's always something to fall on in the winter versus you know actually maybe going for some trout or something like that but um the the crappie have been very fun and um yeah that's that's kind of what we've been doing it's uh you know we're we're we're, uh we're right in the middle coming into our winter where um bass are the lake's sort of turning over a little bit there's still 
a few a rig fish being caught you know you can get lucky on maybe a, a shad blow up here and there but we're really not focusing on that we're just keeping uh, rods on the deck ready for it in case we just run into it you know we're still doing the deep water thing for the bass and then the, the crappie as well so this time of year if uh you know when things get a little better as far as weather for for castaic what are you what are you looking at when you're going out there uh what's your go-to what are you looking to do during this time of year when the weather does get good and you get out there yeah so the, i mean it's it's really super fun so castaic is a very interesting lake it's got the striper in it you know the bass for the most part we can catch um when i i probably haven't fished castaic in a week or so and uh I left the smallmouth biting on the deep water rocky structure, you know, and, and when I'm saying deep, it's 20 to 20 to 30. It's not the, it's not the 40, 40 foot stuff we're doing for the largemouth, but um, yeah, we're doing maybe like little small uh, mojo rig type stuff or, or some small jigs or something like that. The smallmouth have been very, very fun. Um, largemouth here and there mixed in, but I'm really waiting for the weather to get better so we can start chasing some of those strippers. They'll start doing some trout plants. We can even catch them on top water all day long at that lake when they start going. And uh, that, that lake is known for, uh, you know, limits 10. It's not hard to get a limit on, you know, when, when they're really going. And their quality, you know, three to, three to eight pounds is probably a good average size for a striper in that lake. Yeah, it's, it sounds a lot like uh, what Vince Borges was talking about when I talked to him last week on the Delta. The Delta this time of year, um, you know, especially in the South Delta where I fish, it's it, largemouth uh, Florida strain. So this time of year, it gets real tough to catch those fish when it gets real cold. Yeah. And so, the, but the striper is supposed to be moving in this time of year without the rain. That's kind of hampered it. But I'm hoping when I talk to Vince... Yeah. Uh, this next week, we've got some rain in the system. It should have cloudied up the water a little bit more, and then the striper should be really good. Um, so, yeah, I know it, it's kind of funny. I mean, and we talked a little bit about this, too. As a as a NorCal guy, uh, I was a little bit reticent to try to reach out to somebody down south. I don't really know a whole lot about the fishing down there. But, I mean, it's it's bass fishing, right? And we're in California. And yeah. It's, it's not that different. It's It, it, it really is. And, I mean, I, I, I fish – I fish all over the West. I just got back from Texas a couple of months ago, maybe less than a couple of months ago. And, um, you know, I got a funny Texas story for you. So I've been fishing Texas for, I don't know, maybe 15 years or so. Where do you and, go? Where um, do you, where do you go on Texas? I mean, you're probably going to say that. But. I, oh yeah. I love the whole Austin area from Waco all the way to San Antonio, all the lakes in, in, in there. I always, and you know, I always, I always get a guide. Guides know, you know, you just go somewhere else, get a guide. You can probably figure it out on a rental boat or something, you know, if you do it on your own. But man, how nice is it just as as you know, you're 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 focusing on guides and your your guide uh audience will, will probably agree with me. It's really nice to walk down with nothing, get on a boat and fish your ass off and then just you know, shake hands with the guy, take care of him, and then just walk to your truck and drive back. <laughs> you know, there's just, a, there's just something about that. So that's what I do when I go there. I just, I, I look up a bunch of guys and then I just go hit it. And um, I really like Decker Lake down, uh, down in uh, outside Austin, Texas. I fish uh, LBJ. I fish, um, this last time, I, I, because of COVID, it kind of changed things a little bit. So we, we focused a lot on Lake Travis. And getting back to my funny story, the uh, the thing about Texas was when I used to fish it about over a decade ago, um, 
they had some water and some shorelines that I was like, you guys, you know, this is great. We were Texas rigging. We're punching and a lot of stuff we don't do out here. Maybe up in the Delta you do, but down here we don't do a lot of flipping, punching, stuff like that. You know, there's just not the, the we're deep clear water lakes around here. And we would go fish Travis, which is a lot like the Southern California lakes, these, these um, impoundments, you know, uh, the reservoirs and they're deep, rocky and clear. And I go, you guys ever do any uh, drop shotting? And he just looks at me and he's like, yeah, you, you guys can keep that out in California. Was there even a spinning rig on that boat? No, no. We're fishing 20 pound mono and, you know, <laughs> back then, you know, straight braid and stuff like that. And I, I was having a ball, you know, it was great, you know, but I was just like, man, look at this water. I mean, I bet we could really kick some ass with some drop shots probably. So anyway, I said that back then. Well, this, this last time I went uh, a few weeks back, and uh, that's all we did, dude, topwater and drop shot. I was like, what happened to you guys? <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so funny. You see less and but, less uh, of that, yeah. I think, and there's still the person that's like, oh, you can bring out the fairy wand, and it's like, uh, yeah. well, yeah, if it works. <laughs> hey, you know what? I just, I just want to get bit, and that's what I do with my clients. We go through it all. I mean, if we have to... You know, if we're doing Texas rig jigs, uh, top waters, you know, if we're fishing mid column, we're doing it. If we're breaking out the drop shot or the Senko, fine by me. I just want to get bit. You know, I I throw big baits a lot. That's uh, that was my thing for a long, long time. But I mean, it's whatever it takes, man. That's what I want to do. You what know? What's your go to bait on a drop shot this time of year? Uh, uh, drop shot. Uh, like. Yeah, that's funny. So I love. In our water down here, I don't know what it's like up there, but I love um, a short tagged kind of, you you know, uh, if you can look up a Tokyo rig, um, I don't fish a Tokyo rig, but that, that still that same sort of style with a short tag and a big worm. So that when I'm dragging that uh, drop shot, I like the tail to be on the ground the whole time. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that yeah, flies in the face of the whole uh, this movement of, of floating baits and getting them up off the bottom. That's the first yeah, I've heard someone say, yeah. "No, I want I want my tail on the bottom." Dragon. I want the tail to be on the bottom, but I want the head of the nose hook lure to be about three four inches off the bottom. And you know, go out there and try that, and then come back and tell me if it worked for you. I mean, it's a it's just a little tip that that works really good for me in the winter time. So you're fishing you can, like a like, six seven inch worm type deal. Six inch, yeah, usually six, seven inch fat robo worm. You know, pick your color, they're all good. And then the, uh, um, you know, nose hooked with a heavyweight, quarter ounce or bigger. Keep your line guitar string tight because a lot of you're only going to get one little flick on the bite occasionally, you know, and that's all you get with that fish, especially when the water gets cold. Yeah, yeah, try that out and tell me what you think. That's a great, t- I'm well, I'm. I'm- yeah. Gonna try, gonna try my luck again at Don Pedro this weekend, and I'll be fishing deep, uh, uh, most likely. And so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna give that a go. Give it a shot, yeah. Just drag that, keep the tail on the bottom, yeah. And, and uh, hopefully your listeners will will have some success with that rig as well. Well, hopefully when we post yeah, there's this, there's all kinds of things you could do. Yeah, and we post this on Instagram. I, you know, the feedback's huge. So when things like this, you know, come up, hopefully when people listen to it, they'll come back and say, hey, you know, that actually did work. Um, so yeah, listeners out there, find me you know? on my Instagram. yeah, find it. And then, and you guys listening to this podcast, reach out to me. I mean, I, I, I love to talk to people. It's, uh, 
And I, you can find me just with my name, Fred Clinchon. It starts with a K-L-I-N-S-H-E-W. Or my my Instagram handle is the Hammer of Fury. And uh, you got to tell me a little bit more about that. You got to tell me a little more about that. All right, the Hammer of Fury. So I kept that a secret a long time. And I and there's a podcast down here in Southern California. I'm on a few times, and I I let the cat out of the bag. So Hammer of Fury, real quick. You know how like guys on their um, their Instagram or their social media will sometimes like like say say your dog name I don't know whatever you have just pick a dog name they they'll do a they'll do a Instagram or something about their animal and they'll pretend like their animal is the the focus of the Instagram you know what I mean it's like hey my owner fed me this whatever today I got a bath you know I know what you're talking about yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, my Instagram originally was my shotgun and I, my shotgun's name was the hammer of fury. So when I go bird hunting, I go, Oh, I'm breaking out the hammer of fury today. <laughs> so, so everything in the beginning is this there since they're gone, but the, uh, the, in the beginning it was like today I did really well. I killed two ducks, you know, or something like that, you know, and, uh, today I killed a limit of quail or something like that, you know, Today, my owner uh, cleaned me, you know, just stuff like that. And I was doing these posts with it and, you know, people were kind of, you know, getting funny with it and but whatever. But then I put a couple bass fishing pictures and I noticed like when I first started, you know, I'd have like 20 likes and then it went to like 50 likes with a picture holding the bass. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a second, you know? And then I started throwing in some of my guide clients in there and then it just, it's just steamrolled, and then the the, the hunting pretty much was eliminated, except for maybe a buck here and there. <laughs> I think it's I think it's funny that uh, they were all following you, uh, thinking that it was a shotgun, and then when the shotgun yeah. started uh, piling up big bass, then they all started liking that a lot. I want is there a lot of like uh, bass uh, skeet shooters out there? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are. You know, I mean. Uh, you know, it's all one and the same. The hunting, I mean, fishing is hunting. You know, when we're out bass fishing, we're hunting. You know, we're we're creeping over points and looking down the deep water, which is basically a draw when you're, you know, hunting for, you know, fur animals. And it's it's a it's it's all the same. So you know, the hunting and fishing, fishing and hunting. You know, we're all sportsmen. And that's why we all need to stick together, man. That's why it's cool what you're doing here. Well, I I, I appreciate that. And I'm and and I was going to ask you earlier about the the very creative handle you have on Instagram, and I'm glad that I know now, and everybody else that's listening knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword because um, at, at the same time, like I'll go to the Fred Hall show or something, you know, and those and somebody might recognize me. What's up, Hammer? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to quickly introduce. Yeah, Fred Clinchon, you know, man, you know. It's <laughs> well, Fred, man, it's so, it's been a pleasure having you on, and I'm really looking forward to doing you. this every week. And that's honestly just starting this. I thought it would be a lot harder to find people that were willing to do it, and it seems like everyone I've talked to has been like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I feel really lucky that I get to talk to guys like you every week about this and yeah. I, I hope you realize i hope you know what you're getting into doing this once a week well then let's let's see how far we can get you man i i really hope this takes off and it'll it's not only yours it's all of ours as well exactly you know I mean? yeah we're and that gonna, and we're all gonna get to talk and uh network and stuff and and it, and, and joel i ha- i have a couple of guys that have really helped me out along the way and i'd love to talk about them for 30 seconds if i can yeah no definitely go and, for it uh, yeah 
So one of them, uh, one of my big brand sponsors is I'm really involved with the Salty Crew brand. And uh, I've been with them since the very beginning. I've done trips to Fiji with them, and I know all the guys and stuff. And those guys are – that is a very solid company, and I'd love for you guys to support them as well. You know, they're coming out with all kinds of great clothing for us fishermen, you know, foul-weather gear and stuff. And uh, and you being on the lake all the time, you, you need sunscreen, and surface sunscreen is all I use. Those guys are just amazing as well. And all your fishing game? Traeger Grills, man. I mean, there's no better than that. They're the, they're the best pellet grill out there. And uh, uh, Spencer McKenzie's, the, one of the best fish houses. You can come to Southern California, hit me up on the San Diego Spencer McKenzie's. And I do all this looking through cane and sunglasses. I mean, they're the best on the water, man. Basically, x-ray vision. Get yourself a pair of cane and sunglasses and, and, and just, just, uh, just the springtime when you're bed fishing, you're just going to flip out. And uh, that's it, man. Yeah, let's talk again, Joel. No, we're 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 gonna, um, you know, I'll, and I'll have yeah. you on as long as as long as this thing's running, as long as you're willing to do it. So I I really appreciate you it, bet. Fred, and and we'll talk next week. And I, I I guess what we're gonna do going forward is like you said, uh, fishing Fridays, SoCal SoCal a fish report Friday. Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I fish all week, so let's uh, let's uh, check in at the end of the week next week, and uh, we'll do it again. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Fred. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Joe. I'll talk to you soon. That dude is is just a great guy all around. Um, you know, I had a chance to talk to him before the podcast. I literally just hooked up with him today, uh, and he was willing to come on and was and was really excited about it. And so. Um, Big thanks to him, and a big thanks to all the other guides that are that are doing this uh, with me. Um, you know, there's just so much to learn from these guys. You know, not just in reporting on what's going on currently, but there's just always these little things, these little tidbits of information that I find really, really helpful. Uh, I've already learned a lot just this week doing it, and I'm I'm sure that's going to continue because there's just things that that I don't know if they let slip. Um, you know, these guys aren't going to give you all their, their best information all the time, right? We're going to get some generalizations, but there's always little nuggets to take out of these, these podcasts. And, and I would, I would urge you if you haven't fished in a general area, and we talked about this with Fred on this episode today, if you haven't fished in a general area or an area, maybe you'd like to fish, look these guys up. Um, you know, if you'd asked me six months ago, would I get a guide? Uh, for bass fishing and I've been bass fishing for a while. I've fished my whole life. Uh, I don't know what I would have said. I mean, I wasn't against it, but now it's like, yeah, I mean, there's so much you can learn from these guys. And especially when you're going into another area and you want to learn about that water, it's, there's, there's stuff that's going to be specific, of course, to that water, but there's also tons of stuff that you can bring to your home waters. Um, so that's it. That's my spiel. Uh, check us out. Uh, at thebass.report on Instagram, and then thebass.report is the website. And you can look these guys up. Uh, all their links to their websites are there. Uh, learn more about them. And uh, get all the podcast information there. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Until the next time. <laughs>